Happy Friday, all you wonderful people. It is Friday, right? You've all set aside your other responsibilities and cleared your schedules to listen to the latest episode of Inspired Incompetence the day it released, right? Ah, but seriously, whatever day it is, I'm glad you're here supporting us. And speaking of supporting us, I'm here for just a minute of your time to remind you all about our call to arms on Facebook. Once we reach 500 likes, we'll be selecting a random fan to receive a mini spellbook from Elderwood Academy. These little babies combine a handy carrying tray for your dice and a single mini, as well as a pad for rolling all in one. Leather cover, authentic wood interior, with foam padding for your mini for protection, and they fit right in your pocket. Check them out for yourself at elderwoodacademy.com. Make a purchase while you're there, and remember, we're giving one away for free once we hit 500 likes on Facebook. Social media not your thing? Not to fear. Swing by our Patreon page and take a gander at our $5 and up tiers. In fact, you can even read about how you can still be in the running for one of those spellbooks by just pledging to us on Patreon, and you can even increase your chances if you've already liked us on Facebook. Our Patreon tiers are pretty swell as is, but if you can help us reach our Patreon goal of $250 a month, those tiers will get the overhaul of a lifetime. Be part of the dream and help us give back to you and this amazing community. Okay, that'll do it for me. The most important thing of all is for you to enjoy episode 11, the most important episode of any podcast, Snakes and Ladders. Inspired Incompetence, our mom's third favorite podcast. Welcome back. How's everybody doing? Pretty good. I'm doing all right. Eh, I've been better. Inspired Incompetence is only my mom's fourth favorite podcast. Oh, no. We we got bumped down again? (laughs) Yeah. Fucking GCP. (laughs) Okay, so let's see. We left off last time with you guys getting a mighty nice magic haul. You got some slippers of Featherfall, or their their ballet shoes. And then you got a wand with, I think, 22 charges of Cure Light Wounds. Yeah, and uh, then meanwhile, Rogyar is trying to bust his way through uh, the other door in this courtyard. Let's pick it up from there. What do you guys do? Uh, Vipira actually has uh, something that she would like to do. Okay. I know she was teaching, uh, she was teasing Rogyar for a minute or because. Teasing? Yeah. I'm not sure, I'm not sure teasing applies here. Bullying? That sounds a little (laughs) bit more appropriate. (laughs) Abusive? Uh, so Vipira would actually like to, uh, call over Uhtred. Uhtred, would you mind if I had a word with you? Speak freely. I would like to talk to you and you alone, if you wouldn't mind. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure where you want to go to have this conversation. We could probably even go into like the stable area, uh, where you guys okay. found the po- uh, where you guys found the stuff. Uhtred, I know what you think that I did upstairs was a bit hasty, and I can understand why. I don't appreciate it, but I can understand why. If you wouldn't mind, I would like to, uh, I'd like to give you a bit of information, insight, if you would. Oh, this'll be good. Well, 
you can be the decider of that afterwards. While I'm not proud to admit it, I am not in the greatest shape right now. Uh, like, you know, she's very clearly beaten up, bruised. She's literally at like three HP and one, like, one hit is going to like bring her down. Uh, I'm aware, sure. child. It's quite obvious to see. So, if you deem this information valuable enough, maybe you can see the value in me, and maybe I could see the value in you guys back. After everything we've been through so far, you don't see the value in us? I see the value. However, what I don't appreciate is the walking away before conversations occur. So, while yes, you have value to you, doesn't mean you have utilized it uh, in the most appropriate manners. This being said, I would like to ask you a question. What's your plan when you go in there, Uhtred? My plan is to offer a trade. This guy, to who's ever actually in charge, or even if he's not in charge, I think we just made him in charge in exchange for Stamps to us return. This is not a complicated plan. Everyone seems to understand it but you. Oh, good. I really like that plan. However, there's this slight little hiccup here. Did you notice Anthelias' face when he was uncomfortable with the idea of giving up teeth? How about uh, Rogyar and Father Crow? They were not big fans of that. Me and you seem to be the only two people to understand that this place is about sacrifice. Of course I noticed it. Did you not see how upset they were once they forked over their teeth and you immediately destroyed our bargain? Yes, but are they going to give up more teeth in order to get back alive? I have no idea. That is up to them. But I'm pretty sure this time what we have is more valuable than teeth. What you're, at, what you're saying, Uhtred, is that you're willing to go in there unprepared by what anybody else's thoughts are. If they ask for more teeth, are you really so sure that the other three are going to give them up so quickly? I have more faith in those other three individuals to take into account their actions affecting all of us than I have in you at all. Really? You need to realize that whether you like it or not, we're in this together. When you do something, it affects all of us. You're not running around alone. If you want to, you have every right to, but when you're with us, at least think of... What might happen to us when you do something? I'm not saying anything of the sort. What I am saying is that if we're going to go in there, you're going to want to go in there with a plan. Where does it end, Uhtred? Are these guys just going to start attacking the moment that they ask for more teeth? When do we say no? I didn't know that. I acted on my own accord. You guys, none of you stopped me. I went through two out of the five rooms that are here, knowing any sort of combat. I didn't see it from anybody else. So therefore, I encourage you to rethink what you're about to do and just going in there without a plan. Uh, you can cuss. 
You, you're two out of the five rooms. You did not plan any of that with anybody. You kicked doors in, did what you wanted to as you have done the last few days. And you're going to lecture me about stopping and thinking? No. I, I expect I, You've got some nerve. I expect definitive action, Uhtred. If you're going to treat me like this, I expect it back. Tre- treat you like how? Like I'm running rampant. You have this nerve and audacity to think we've slighted you in some way. I do. Well, you are sadly mistaken, child, and you need to learn to read a room because I feel very confident that the others feel similarly to me and not the way you think. Okay, then let's go inside that other room and let's find out together. And one more thing, child... Do not forget, I am still the captain of the guard of Rossler's coffer. I do not take orders from you. And until we are back on the material plane, you technically reside under my charge. And I'm going to, Uchard's going to walk out of the room. Dang. Oh, man. Okay, so that was a multiple minute long conversation between Vipera and Uhtred. So let's go over really quick what was going on in the courtyard. You have Thalias, Father Crow, and Rogyar. What are, are you guys still trying to open up that door, or are you looking at your magic items? What's going on? Yeah, if nothing else is going on, like I'll keep blasting away at the door. Like it seems like it's fairly futile, but there's not much else to do. So yeah. where okay. uh, where did we land with um, the teeth there? Are all our teeth back in our heads because we got that wand? Or I don't remember where we left off. Well, that that is something we could be doing over the next few, while they're having this conversation is putting teeth back. It has been less than 10 minutes since you all lost teeth. Um, the teeth that were lost to the fairies at the bottom of the stairs, I don't think you ever got those back. But the teeth that you lost to... Prince Uspid, uh, he stuck on that scepter that you guys currently have. And I believe he ate one of Father Crow's and one of, I think, Vipira's. It was. Yes. I, I just believe you're right. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, th- I think three of you lost a tooth to the then like the like the tooth fairies that were flying around in that room during that fight. But those tooth fairies didn't live long enough to enjoy those teeth. So, if anyone wants to like do all the math and figure out who lost how many teeth, well, that that's something that's something I wanted to ask too. Do we have to use a, a casting of the wand for each tooth, or yeah, as long as like, and it doesn't need to be your own tooth. You can look around this place and find replacement teeth, uh, but <laughs> you'll be hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, you'll you'll be hard pressed to find like a fresh tooth, one probably. that fits better than your own. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Teeth. But yeah, like as long as the teeth are like back in their place, and then you receive healing magic, any any recently pulled teeth that have been put back will reseal properly. That's great news. Yeah. So what's that? So what's everybody's plan? Who, who has, who has their teeth, and who is still missing some teeth just due to circumstances? And what, what's everybody doing? 
Rogio, I'm pretty sure Rogio's got his teeth and he would like to put them back. He's only missing two, but you know, okay. if I could be missing zero, that would be nice. Yeah. And uh, sure. Thelias is also missing two that I have. And anyone who lost teeth in that um, Uspid room, I, I have those. So, Except for the two that yeah. Uspid ate. Rogyar. Yeah. Right, except Crow for Crow doesn't have any available teeth that are his. Right, I'm just saying, you wouldn't have to worry about like, ooh, do I have it or don't I? Thelias picked them all up. And, you yeah. Know. So, you know, if... Well, I do need a heal also, so yeah. I'm going to go ahead and put my teeth in and have Rogyar blast the heal on my face. Well, Father Crow's going to use that wand because... <laughs> oh, yeah, good idea. I can blast you in the face, but it's not going to do what you want it to. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fa- uh, so uh, Thelias and Rogyar are each getting a casting from the wand and putting their teeth back in, correct? Yeah. That's the idea. Okay. Uh, Father Crow, Prince Uspid ate one of your teeth, but I believe you lost one other tooth that was not eaten. Which you can still put back in. Uh, I didn't pick it up. The liest okay. did. And I wouldn't be putting it back in. Okay. Good to know. If you guys had no other... N- nothing else on the uh, on, on what you wanted to do while you're waiting, we can just fast forward to when Uhtred comes probably harumphing his way out of uh, the stable. Does the charisma damage go away when the teeth come back? Or is that just until we rest type of thing? I believe the charisma damage uh, is healed if you uh, do this procedure within the 10 minutes. Let me just double check. Can I get another hit of that wand? <laughs> still missing a <laughs> That wasn't good enough you're for still, you? You're still hurting pretty bad, right? Eight. Yes. All right, just Perfect. for shits. Full heal. Just... Thank you. Yes, the charisma damage is cured uh, if you reattach your tooth within 10 minutes with magical healing. Nice. So, so there you go. Thelias, yeah. no more charisma damage. Are uh, Uhtred and Viper going to have the old wand treatment done to them too? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Viper kind of needs it. All right, so here's the first heal. Oh, oh my God. God. You feel like you need another? You still looking pretty messed up? Actually, uh, I'm 12 out of 17, and you cured all my non-lethals. So, yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't want to take more than I have to, so I think I'm okay with that for now. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I... Don't know if I had a tooth available to get back. I, I think, think they only took you... one. They did no, I? No, no, no he he took one, two in the first. Then a random tooth fairy took the other one. So you, you have one tooth you can put back. <laughs> yeah. So uh, actually, I would do that. Well, you walked right into a dental clinic. So <laughs> pull up a chair. We're putting everyone's teeth back in their faces. <laughs> Ooh, new profession for me. <laughs> yeah, someone. <laughs> and someone go back into uh, old recordings to figure out which teeth are still missing, please. Thank you. Yep. I'm not missing any, so fuck y'all. Yep. Is Uhtred getting the, the wand treatment? No. If uh, Father Crow actually like comes over to like hit me with the wand, I'll, he'll say, uh, No, not, not necessary, Father. You can give my use to Vipira. She needs it. I, I look at Uhtred. I... I don't need it. I, I look. I mean, you are missing health. I'm struggling and put <laughs> yeah. it in my pocket. I'm not getting in this. I, I have no health missing, so I'm not going to use a charge just oh, to put okay. a tooth back All in. Right. So the plan right now is to get yourselves into this here room that uh, has been defying Rogyar's air blasts. 
Emma, is that correct? Does anybody have anything else they wanted to do before we proceeded with that? No. I do no have the me. um uh the rogues kit or the thieves tools. Quick question. Uh is anybody putting on those uh feather step ballet shoes? I wouldn't mind them, but I'm not itching to kind of throw my hand into the pile for that. Yeah, Rogar doesn't really care about them. Well, yeah, obviously. Currently, <laughs> Thelias has them, and I don't think anybody, like, jumped to be like, ooh, I want those. Thelias. Yeah. Did you, uh, uh, I heard somebody say that the that those were magical? Oh, yeah, the shoes? Yeah. Check them out. Would anybody else want these? I look down at the ba- ballerina shoes, <laughs> look up at the girl, <laughs> look back down. I, I think you could probably have them if you want. Well, I, I let her have them. I appreciate I hand, it. Hand them over. All right, so now we can proceed with this where I say, uh, uh, oopsie poopsie. Uh, so the the key to this room uh, is actually on Prince Uspid. <laughs> <laughs> I may have, uh, which may have slipped my uh, mind last time. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that guy? Is he uh, over he's, our shoulders, all his, bound and gagged, or did we leave him? Yeah, his unconscious form is like sitting right over here. Oh, nice, perfect. I, I, I imagine like Uhtred like goes and like picks him up again to proceed, and on a closer inspection, uh, finds a tiny little key ring with uh, with a key on it. Oh, oh. I'll pull Uhtred will kind of pick up the key, pull it out from his pocket, or wherever it's hanging from and say uh rogar here try this and he flings the key over to rogar rogar never being particularly dexterous uses like a little like cushion of air to catch it and bring it over to him all right ang (laughs) (laughs) hey i got a new toy i'm gonna use it that's pretty cool not gonna lie (laughs) uh so yeah rogar uh Unlocks the door and opens it and motions for Thelias to go first. All right, serious time. Thelias puts on his serious face and gets his uh, shovel ready to fight some more bads if necessary. But we're really trying to bring this guy into barter, right? Yes. We don't want to fight, so take a defensive stance. Oh, Thelias, I see you know what the plan is and understand it. Yes, the plan. I nod. Okay, so the door slowly creaks open, and you see uh, a a room very similar in size and shape to the stable, but there is a creature in this room. The soft scrape of bone reveals the long, sinuous skeleton of a large snake. Its head, a humanoid skull with a snake's jaws. Everybody roll initiative. Yo, you know I don't like snakes. That's bullshit. Another goddamn snake? Against what? A snake skeleton? Another bone snake, yeah. (laughs) Close the door, close the door. (laughs) Uhtred. 12. Rogar. 15. Thelias. 15, and it's lower than Rogar's. My uh, (laughs) modifier is 1. Mine's a 2. Okay. Vipera. 4. And Father Crow. 19. Okay, so this uh, this serpentine skeletal snake, which is much larger than the one that you encountered in uh, Roslar's tomb, uh, rears up and takes an aggressive stance at the intruders. It is Father Crow's turn. Hmm. 
Anybody who's got it and wants to can make a knowledge arcana check on this. 26. Wow. God damn, Udred. Every time. Yeah, I got a plus nine in knowledge arcana. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know that this creature, though uh, despite its undead appearance, is a construct. And you recognize it as a necrophidious. You may ask three questions about it. Let's play the HP game. Okay. Let's go with 35. Higher. Ew. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, does it have any damage reductions? It has DR5, which is bypassed by bludgeoning damage. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> These are some bad answers, man. Um, <laughs> Shovel, air blast, mace. Matt, Matt. That DR5 doesn't apply to magic damage, right? So if I acid splash it, it wouldn't absorb the first five? Correct. Give me one spell-like or, you know, supernatural ability. You know uh, that its bite has a supernatural paralysis effect. That's the worst thing you've said so far. (laughs) We're level two. (laughs) Uh, You know that it is temporary, uh, lasting for 1d4 rounds. Okay, so up first is Father Crow. All right. Father Crow is going to pull out his mace. I'm going to move up Kitty Corner to Thalias since the uh, door is a bit of a bottleneck right now. Okay, so that brings us to Rogyar. The thing's not in melee and it's flat-footed. Now's your chance, buddy. I know. I know I'm so excited. I was like, please tell me I go before the snake. (laughs) So I'm going to five-foot step. I'm going to five-foot step up to get behind Thalias. And uh, just kind of like reach around his side and shoot a blast at the snake. Get my shield in the way here. Ooh, that's a 22 to hit. 22 will hit its flat-footed AC. And I max rolled that for 12 damage. Holy fuck. Okay. Is that bludgeoning damage? It is indeed. Okay. Okay. Good turn, Rogyar. Up next is Thalias. So I will squint my eyes at this bone snake and say, evil must be smited. And I gotta smite evil on this thing. Don't you detect evil first? Nah, I just go right to smiting. Oh, all right. Most paladins have to detect first, but I, I just smite. <laughs> and then I walk up and hit it. Okay, uh, go ahead and make an attack roll. Unfortunately, your smite evil does not seem to have uh, applied here. What? I almost don't believe you. Uh, that's a 19. A 19 will hit its flat-footed AC. And I'm going to bludgeon this thing for 7, so don't even bother telling me all of it didn't wow. go through. I already know it does. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. Your smite evil did, though. Yeah, well. You could have taken... There's probably an evil creature directly behind it. Yeah, <laughs> that might be the case, but you have to pick a specific target. There's evil target. somewhere in here. You do have to pick a specific target to smite. It's not like an effect that stays on you. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm the paladin. I know how it works. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that brings us to Uhtred. Uhtred will move up so he's occupying the space in front of Father Crow. All right. And then he will cast an acid splash on this boner snake. All right. So I think that was a nine. This thing is flat-footed. And you're targeting its touch AC. Unfortunately, that's still a DC of 10 to touch it. So a 9 is just short of hitting it with your 
range touch attack. All right, it is now the Necrophidius's turn. And it rears up and it looks like maybe it's about to like snap forward and try to take a bite out of Thalias, but instead it just kind of starts swaying back and forth. Everybody except Vipira needs to give me a will save. Ruh-ro. Oh no. Let's hear it. I rolled a natural one for a two. Okay. Uhtred got a 10. Thalias? Uh, 19 for Thalias. And Father Crow? 18 for me. Okay, Uhtred and Rogyar. Uh, you find yourselves, like, you're telling yourselves, like, he's about to strike. I need to be ready. And you're just watching it sway. Unfortunately, you are now dazed. Oh. For five rounds. Oh my, five. my god. Whoa. Yeah, and dazed, dazed means we can take no actions. We retain our full AC, but we can do nothing for five rounds. And you can get woken really? up out of dazed, though, right? No. I mean, depending on the effect that made you dazed, sometimes. Well, I hit him once. I wasn't going to hit him again anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually Silver probably wasn't. Lining. I probably wasn't either because I suffered the same minus four shooting in the melee. Right. All right, so it is now Vipira's turn. Vipira is going to take her full 30 foot step. So she's in the square over here and she's going to end up uh, right next to um, the snake. All right, so that's going to provoke. Does a 24 hit? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, yeah. I bet you, I bet you Viperia's going to wish she had that extra heal now. Uh, she'll, she'll just need it after. So Viperia, you take <laughs> five points of damage from its bite, and now I need a fortitude oh. save. It's the saves that really, yep. really hurt, right? The five damage is whatever, but what's going to happen now is, come on. I love it. The thing's gone once and potentially removed three of the five combatants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 15... 15 will fight off the paralysis. Nice. Yeah, if it didn't, <laughs> we're in so much trouble. <laughs> 15? Can you imagine? Yeah, well, that was a lot of damage, and you better be flanking next round because I'm not going to do a lot of damage right now. So Viper is going to just try to claw. I know it's not going to do much, but it's going to claw. Bludgeon him with those claws. As long as you roll a six or higher, it'll do something. Which is the problem. Uh, 25 to hit. 25 will hit. Five damage. Five damage. Nice. Gets absorbed by the DR. Converted to one non-lethal, but it's immune to non-lethal damage because it's a construct. Oh! Are <laughs> you serious? Uh, Tom, oh, yeah. Lipier might be actually better off with the rapier because you're going to have a higher uh, yeah, chance of crit. critting. Yeah. That's true. All right, well, that's Vipira's turn. Okay, up next is Father Crow. Crow just saw two of his compatriots just blank out, so he's going to have to rush in, I think. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to run right into the doorway, and I'm going to swing at this snake monster with my mace. My mace. Twelve to hit. Twelve is not going to hit. Yeah. Here I come to save the day. (laughs) (laughs) Then we got Rogyar, who is dazed. Then we got Thalias, who is dazed. And now we're at Uhtred. What? I'm not dazed. Oh, sorry. Get out of here. I'm not dazed. (laughs) You ever going to get us straight? Come on, Dad. (laughs) Yeah, Dad. (laughs) All right, all right. I take a five-foot step to flank a Roni. Okay. 
and I shovel bludgeon. Kapah! Oh no. That's still good. 14. Oh. Oh. 14 will not be enough to hit. Oh no. If only Yikes. this thing was evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's Uhtred. Uhtred is dazed. It is. <laughs> and stupid, apparently. And now we're back to the Necrophidius. <laughs> and it is going to uh, focus on Thalias, who, uh, of the three combatants adjacent to it, is the only one to really deal any damage to it. This evil snake knows no limits. Oh, that's a natural one. Yeah. Ha! Ooh, and then a 24 to confirm. Oh, that confirms. All right. Well, so it doesn't hit. Wait. doesn't miss. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the 24 does not confirm the fumble. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> got right. really confused on that. <laughs> All right, that brings us back to Vipera. Uh, Vipera now flanking. She's pretty happy. Uh, going to go uh, claw claw. Okay. We're about to tear this thing up, baby. 13 doesn't hit. It does not. And one more. Oh, my God. 14. <laughs> oh, my God. 14 will also not hit. Father Crow. I see I hit the door frame last time, so I'm going <laughs> to notice the door frame and try again with another swing. Good thinking. Oh. Oh, the door! <laughs> <laughs> so worried about the frame. I hit the damn door this time. I got a 10. Ugh, okay. Uh, Rogyar, dazed. Elias? No. Yeah. Okay. Shoveling. Here it comes. 25. 25 hits. Yay. Yeah. Nine damage. Bludgeoning damage. Oof. All right. Takes nine points of damage. Uh, and then that brings us to Uhtred, who is dazed. And uh, Necrophidius, he is uh, certainly going to continue focusing on Thalias. Oh. Mm-hmm. Natural mm-hmm. two. The one who's actually hurting it. <laughs> Natural two won't hit. Vipera. Claw, claw. Here we go. Here we go. Luckily, this thing only has one attack per round. Yeah, yeah. 21 to hit. 21 hits. Four slashing, three sneak attack. All right. You can just... Tom, going Do forward... Do all those get lumped together? Yeah, if you're going forward, you can just you can just combine them. Tell me that okay. you deal seven damage with your claw. Like. All right. Seven damage. Yeah. Okay. So that... He takes two of that seven damage. It's something. Ooh. 24 to hit. 24 hits. 11 damage. There we go. That's more like it. Viper, do you want to describe your kill? Yes. Nice. Uh, so she gets the upper claw in. Like, uh, she probably notices like a little crack or seam inside like the construct here, uh. and then she comes down with the second claw and just nails it to the floor. Nice. Ooh. All right. Well done. Uh, okay, so the Necrophidius is destroyed, and after a couple more rounds, uh, Rogyar and Uhtred uh, are snapped out of their trance. I look at Father Crow. Uh, another heal, please. Right away. Five healing. Ooh. <laughs> you, right. you, gave me a, you gave me exactly what was missing. Exactly what the snake did. Yeah. To <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you guys do now? There is a ladder in this room that appears to ascend to uh, to the next level. Oh wait! Fucking snakes and ladders. God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. I say. Uh, well, Father Crow spent a lot of time not doing much, uh, so I want to 
make sure his uh, morale is high by telling him a good job. And then, of course, Vipira killed it. So I give her a big old high five. I give it right on back. <laughs> nice. So um, as it's time to move on, I say the stench of evil remains. Oh, look, a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> the creature wasn't evil. Can I make my way towards the ladder? Yeah, but just come on. <laughs> well, again, he doesn't really know <laughs> that. He never detected evil. <laughs> All right, what's uh let's let's hear our marching order up this ladder. Goliath, Vipira. Rogar's in the back. So, yeah. Uchid will go after Vipira with the guy on his shoulder. Then Crow, and then yeah, the standard. And as we're climbing too, I'll like uh use my air cushion to kind of help lighten the load of this guy on Uchid's shoulder. Last thing I want is the two of them falling off onto me. <laughs> oh, I'll drop ah. him before I fall. Yeah, I, I still don't want that to happen. So no, I mean, that's fair. That's helping fair. you out. <laughs> okay, so uh, you climb that ladder, and that brings you into a a narrow corridor that seems to kind of stretch over the width of the building. Uh, so you you climbed up, and you're directly above the room that had the necrophidius in it, and you look across uh, at the at the far end of the corridor, and you see another ladder that is ascending up again. And that ladder is like above where the stables are. Detect magic. <laughs> and I smell while he's detecting magic. I'm smelling for evil. Thelias is not. What does evil smell like? I don't know. Uchir is not detecting any magic. Thelias is not detecting any evil. Except for a long weapon rack against the south wall, this room is bare. Uh, Are there any nice well, yeah, weapons on the rack? Which definitely isn't gonna not sort through that. Uh, give me a perception check. Yeah, I got a tw- I got a twelve. Sixteen from Crow. I'll tell you right now, Uchu's gonna be adamant about if there's a weapon in there he can use. He needs it. Survey says Ooh, eleven. Okay, so you guys see this weapons rack and you start picking through it, and not it's a mimic. Nothing. It's. 18 mimics. <laughs> uh, nothing's really jumping out at first, but Uhtred, who's maybe like going through these a bit more uh, helter-skelter in his haste to find something that's not a goddamn dagger, he pulls on a, on the, the handle of a weapon and you hear a, a clicking sound followed by like a... It's a bomb! Followed by like a... And then next thing you know... All of the weapons in this weapon rack, which spans this entire room, are shot out against the opposite wall. Oh, so actually a bomb. I was carefully positioned next to the um, soft, pillowy weapons. (laughs) 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 Okay, Father Crow, does an 18 beat your AC? Fucking probably. That seems real high. I think an an 18 beats everyone's AC right now. (laughs) Okay, so the natural 20 is against Rogiar. Of course it was. It's a 17. The guy who didn't even need a weapon. It's a 17 to confirm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So do I need a crit card for this trap? <laughs> trap gets a crit card. Uh, I guess. Hold on a second. Let me Do it. Let me go through everybody first. Uh, Thalias, that's a 23 to hit. Oh, come on. Yeah, Uhtred, that's that a 29 to hit. And Vipira, that is an 18 to hit. Oh. God. This trap had a plus 13 yeah, bonus to hit. 
Oh we're like God. staring face first, like right in front of the weapons. Like, yeah. Oh wow, look at these. <laughs> or no, the, the the problem is they're at chest height for all of you, and I'm just a dwarf, so I get hit in the face. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, all right, let me see what. Uh, all right, uh, yeah, Matt, give me the crit card for Ogiar. All right, what what kind of damage is it? I mean, it's all sorts of weapons. Let's go with let's. Pick the weapon Most first. Most of the weapons are no good, so I'm going to go with bludgeoning. Okay. Ooh, nice. Oh, go with something else. <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad, bludgeon bad. Nope, I'm sick with bludgeoning. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is called backbreaker. Uh-oh. Double, so double damage, so crit damage, and 1d6 dex damage. Holy oh, my fuck. God. Yeah. Oh my Fucking ow. A sledgehammer hit you in the chest. Right? Well, I guess technically the back. I mean, that was definitely the worst of the three, but they were all bad. Man. All right. So I'm just going to roll these one at a time. So, uh, Father Crow, you take 10 points of damage. Oh my God. Oh my God. Here comes Rogiar. I won't die. Oh my god! You take eight points of damage from your crit. Oh wow! Son of a bitch! And it was one d six dex. Yeah, and that's still way worse. That's three dex damage, buddy. So I'm at functionally minus one dex right now, but fuck that hurt. Yeah. So, uh, Thalias, five points of damage. Two. Okay. Two. Utrid, I'll take a two, please. Seven no, points of damage. And Vipira, eight points of damage. So you guys are just like, oh, weapons. We could, we might use, we we could use some of these, and then just click, 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 and just, and you guys are just peppered with with blunted swords and morning stars and maces, and as they're as they're just hucked off the weapons rack, and you are just pelted with them. Ah, <laughs> oh. like falls on his ass and like kind of like struggles to get up like oh my back oh god <laughs> yeah we're gonna use this wand before we even fucking leave here <laughs> yeah i was just thinking i'm just gonna put this wand through a pencil sharpener it's the same thing <laughs> everybody just blow some lines of this and let's go <laughs> all right oh uh, yeah start. well that was awful I pull out the wand yeah let's 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 i guess use that a bit ow line up Line up. And I'm gonna, like a fairy godmother, boop everybody on the nose. Oh. I'm gonna start with the dude who can't stand up straight, <laughs> Rogyar. <laughs> I am so relieved that Rogyar only took eight points of damage from that. Oh, get exactly eight back. Nice. nice. Because that, Thanks, buddy. that was up to 24 damage seven? on Rogyar. Yeah. Right? You just decapitated. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got seven. Yep. Okay. Philias. Ooh, nine. Oh, my God. Thank you, Father. Utrid, seven. Myself, five. That's wow. pretty what amazing healing. Man. You filled, filled up like all of us. I'm going to do one this. more for myself. I'm right. hurting. I think you earned it. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> well, seven total. No, that's that's bad. Yeah. Do it again. Do it again. Shit. I'll do one more. Axel's not counting the charges. I have item doing guilt. It. Seven. Okay. So that's four. That's good. I'm plenty healthy. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Cast. Yep. Everybody's I think, good. How many yep. charges? I think we are... have ten charges left. 
Wow. Just in a matter of minutes, you use up half of what is left of that wand. Yeah. There is, yeah, 11 left. Wow. Uh, so those, your, your natural one, notwithstanding Father Crow, those were some incredible heals. And like you, needed, yeah. you really need to get all the healing you can out of that wand right now. I'm going to give you a hero point for that because that yeah. was impressive. Yeah. Oh, the holy man. Point for daddy. Nice. He did manage to f- max out, I think, everyone but himself yeah. with one roll. Yeah. And he was well, so efficient about it. Now, now that now that that's done, are any of these weapons actually usable? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> the, better be. The, so just the floor is just covered in like rusty metal and just jagged bits of weapons, and they all just look horrible, except for one that catches Uhtred's eye, and you see an adamantine scimitar. Excuse me, oh, baby. Who did that hit? <laughs> That's probably the one that hit That me probably either. hit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I'll, I I need that. I will go over and roll for loot. Pick that up. I'm not rolling against any of you for loot. Uchi's <laughs> <laughs> like, this shit's mine. <laughs> yeah. This is the one weapon in the game I need. So, yeah. He does uh, an Excalibur out of uh, yeah. Rogar's back. And he'll, uh, he'll like, pull it out just like that. <laughs> out of his back. thought you were going to say out of the pile. So. Um, <laughs> and when he pulls it out, he'll definitely be, like, flourishing that around, doing some cool little, like, hand tricks with it. So, uh, Uchard, as you close your hand around the scimitar's handle, the corridor disappears. And you find yourself in a huge stone room. The 40-foot-high walls are painted with murals to resemble stained-glass windows. Your own heavy breathing fills your ears as your eyes fall from the high walls, and you see the carnage spread throughout the enormous chamber. Dead bodies of men and women lie all around you, many of them dismembered, their limbs scattered across the place like seeds in the wind. Blood covers the floor like a carpet. Directly in front of you, though, lies the largest body of all. A great, hulking bear of a creature with blood-red fur. With your scimitar held firmly, you yank its blade out from within the fallen beast with a grunt. And you're again standing in the narrow corridor in the Palace of Teeth. That is going to cause Uchu to immediately drop the scimitar and step back. What's wrong? What happened? Right now, Uchu's kind of like a little hyperventilating he isn't back in the court he did not like you said that but he did not hear that and he's just staring holes at the scimitar Uhtred I need you to get a grip what happened still like kind of a no like that was more background noise like but heard after like 30-40 seconds Uhtred will just kind of walk up like really apprehensively reach down kind of like bracing if he touches the scimitar handle again that he would get transported or whatever just happened to him again and eventually we'll pick it up unless that happens again it does not happen again but the scene that you witnessed upon picking up that scimitar is likely still swimming through your head Uh, for the record nobody actually saw Uhtred disappear from the room then he will just kind of Sheed the scimitar. Anybody what does else? it mean? 
gonna question that situation. Uhtred, I think it was what just happened. F- well, how long did it take? Was it just like a flash in our time, or was he standing there holding a scimitar all like? I think it was catatonic. probably flashy. Yeah, I imagine like Uhtred was like the Ooh, moment a was a flash, but Uhtred's reaction was longer. Yeah, yeah, but then he paused for like thirty or forty seconds. <laughs> like that's the part that Viper is like concerned about, like. What happened? Yeah. So basically what you guys probably would have seen on your end is Uhtred goes over, picks up the scimitar, drops this, like, and just, all you see is drop scimitar, him step back, stare at it, and then go up and very, like, apprehensively and slowly pick it back up. And if you were being very perceptive, you'd probably see that, like, his, like, when he stepped back, he was, like, breathing, like, a lot heavier and more labored than before he grabbed it. Are you okay, Captain? Uh, huh? What? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. It was, it was nothing. I say, still looking at the scimitar and not so much at anyone else. I mean, you look like that you're wasn't a nothing. Ghost. No, no, I'm, I'm fine. Fine. See, look, and I start flourishing the scimitar around, and you see clearly I've been well comfortable, like trained with a scimitar, and I'm doing all kinds of fancy swirls and stuff. On a happier note, oh boys, the game just changed. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. Now you can miss with your appropriate weapon. As long as Nick doesn't keep rolling shit for his attack rolls. Well, also, just just picking up that scimitar gives him an extra plus two to attack rolls. Well, all right, all right. I say as I move forward to the ladder at the other side of the room. Okay, so uh, with that, uh, the only way forward is up that ladder. All right, Elias, lead the way. Here we go. Evil this way. Yeah, go, <laughs> okay. go beat beat a kid. So Thalias gets to the top of this ladder. This long room atop the gatehouse has several narrow arrow slits to the north and south. Each is two feet high and only a few inches wide. The room is bare except for the ladder that you are currently ascending on. A low door stands in the center of the north wall with a small square window at the typical eye level for a human. The window is inset with a small metal grill which has been stuffed with humanoid teeth. Thalias, I would like a perception check from you, please. Okay. Ten. Right up the middle. So as you guys are uh, moving through this corridor... And uh, Thalias is just next to that uh, door and window. Uh, the last second, you hear a thump, 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 and a low guttural growl. And a creature appears directly in front of you, Thalias, as it breaks its invisibility with an attack roll. All right. That's not ideal. Uh, this stout, hunched predator has a ruff of dirty feathers and a crocodile skull for a head. So this creature specifically actually has the pounce ability. So uh, Thalias is about to get hit with a bite and two claws. Such a stupid ability. Why would anybody ever use that? Now, hold on. I distinctly remember in Skull and Shackles, you would not allow Ivan to pounce in a surprise round. That's true, but this thing was also invisible, and it... (laughs) <laughs> New AP, I'm the GM, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so my my argument against that is this wasn't just a matter of like him like opening a door real quick and being like, surprise, gotcha, and then being able to do a pounce. Like this thing is invisible, charging at you guys. 
with nobody able to see it. So, like, why wouldn't it have all the time it needs to make a pounce? Am I being unreasonable? Because I feel like that makes, like, complete sense that it can just pounce in this surprise round. And its surprise round is not, like, contingent on, like, an ally only being able to do a standard or move action. Like, this thing is just by itself pouncing, doing what it's designed to do. I mean, if you want to have it pounce, have it pounce. I just... It, it, it does seem like that's what this thing was designed to do anyway. I do if want I w- it to pounce. I'm going to say this thing pounces. All right. Come at me. I'm invincible. Okay. A paladin of the light. That's a 22 to hit. Oh. So that's its bite, which hits. And now we're going to go to claws. It's a 19 to hit. Ah! And an 8 to hit. Nope. That, that one's okay. So the bite is going to get you for nine damage. Oh my god. Jeez. And the claw is also going to hit you for nine damage. Oh my god. To shreds, you say. <laughs> uh, is Thelias still on his feet? Uh, he's probably in a couple pieces, but yeah, he's on his feet. He's got four HP, right. approximately. I went ahead and uh, used its power attack. I was not expecting to hit two out of three attacks even on a charge uh oh and uh it gets a grab attempt for its bite of course it does oh my god and i got a natural 20 on its cmb of course he did (laughs) we never acquiesce this asshole again guys ever (laughs) ever (laughs) everybody roll initiative god you know this thing's going to have a wicked high initiative too, right? Father Crow. 15. Rogiar. 2. Thelias. 4. Uhtred. 6. Vipira. 22. I was not expecting for this thing to be able to go third after getting an 8 on his initiative, but <laughs> that is what happened. Okay, so it is Vipira's turn, but first anybody who's got it can give me a knowledge planes check to identify this creature. Uhtred? It's, com- it's coming. 19. Okay, you identify this creature as a psychopomp, and it is oh. It is specifically an Essobach psychopomp. They are the blunt and vicious predator cast of psychopomps. Uh, you can ask two questions about them. Let's play the HP game. Okay. Let's do 40 this time. Lower. Let's do any DR. They have damage reduction 2, which is overcome by adamantine weapons. Well, isn't that convenient? (laughs) (laughs) For me. Okay. And then Uhtred's going to... Uhtred's going to say in-game, it's a psychopomp. And now he'll kind of more address the psychopomp itself and say, Did McTainer set you? Does anybody speak Abyssal, Celestial, or Infernal? Yeah, yeah, hold on. I speak one of those. I speak Celestial. So, Uhtred, you hear this thing growling. So through its clenched teeth with which it has Thelias grappled, uh, it is just doing this low growl. And Uhtred, uh, you can hear like the most basic language 
being spoken. You, you recognize the celestial language. And this thing is just saying, Fresh meat. Kill. Guard Queen Carnassial. I'll respond back in celestial. We are not here to harm Queen Carnassial. Put him down. Certainly not dinner either. It, it might react on its next turn, but it is not doing anything. It is not giving you any indication that it's that your words have had an effect on it. Uh, Vipira, it is still your turn. Vipira is going to push through onto the other side as to flank with the Wyus. 10-15. Alright, so yeah, just barely you can do that and be on the other side of it. And Vipira is going to swipe, swipe. One swipe. Oh, one swipe. It is going to be 12 while it's grappled. 12 with flanking while it's grappled is not enough to hit. Up next is Father Crow. Father Crow runs up to Thalias and taps him on the back with a wand of cure light wounds. Seven health. In between getting thrashed around, I say, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, boss. Okay. Up next is the Esselbach. Thalias, go ahead and give me a will save, please. No, oh, come on. Oh, of course. Six. So this thing gives like wh- like that big like dog shake, like that, that death shake that dogs do when they're trying to wrench something out of your grasp. Except in this case, it's uh, wrenching something else out of Thalias. And it gives like a, like a big uh, heave. And you all see this strange pale blue light kind of get pulled out of Thalias slightly and I need that pale blue light dude <laughs> this thing just stole his goddamn soul <laughs> the box teeth are, are actually no longer uh, like in Thalias's flesh and they are clamped around this pale blue light that is like about the same size as Thalias Thalias you take two points of damage and you are Paralyzed. All right, moving on. Uh, Uhtred. All right, uh, let's let's test drive this new scimitar. Okie dokie. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. 17 hits. Took three damage. All right. It takes all three damage from that adamantine scimitar. Up next is Thalias. I hurry to uh, stuff the blue stuff back into me. <laughs> Yeah, so Thalias, go ahead and give me a new will save. All right, big money this time. In the name of Shaylin, six. <clears throat> okay, you remain paralyzed. Okay, so what are my options? Uh, you can sit back and watch the magic as your friends oh, okay, uh, as your friends scurry to try to kill this thing. Rogyar, you're up. Okay. Well, there's there's kind of a lot of bodies in my way here. Oh yeah. So. That's only ever stopped you before. <laughs> so what I think I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and uh, acrobatics jump my way over this whole crowd and get behind Vipira. Let me just see. Yeah, check the height of the out. room. Yeah. Uh, the ceiling is 10 feet high, so you can do that. Okay. Oof. So what exactly uh, are you are you going for? You're, you're like jumping the length of this room? Yeah, I'm basically trying to like jump the length of the room trying to get like past like over the top of everyone to get on the backside of Ipera. Okay. 
And I rolled I'm gonna, a 15 on my acrobatics. So what? Sorry. So what is a... F- I was about to say, I, I think I want to add a 5 to the DC to that to, for the precision of that acrobatics check. Because you're not just going for a long jump. You're like doing a... Threading the needle. It's it's not a small needle, but like... Over right. The, no, no, I get that. Over that distance. Um, so what does a ten? So what does a fifteen get you? Well, I double that, so that gets me thirty feet of movement. All right. Uh, which, what if? Uh, so if I added five, then you're effective. So basically, you took a minus five on your penalty, so that would effectively get you ten. Right. Uh, which would um, let you jump twenty feet. Which is uh, about where Thalias is, so that's not going to do me any good. So, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to use a hero point to okay. re-roll that. All right. Actually, on that note, um, I know we've we talked before, like, I have to say I'm using the burn before I do it. Right. Can I say I'm using the burn on the re-roll, or because I didn't do it the first time, I don't get it this time either? So, I, we kind of, like, we're all talking at the same time, and I was trying to say there was a penalty, like, as you were rolling... I don't know. Like maybe you would have said that you were going to spend a burn if you had known that you were taking a minus five penalty before you made the roll. So if you just want to spend a hero point and retroactively spend a burn on that roll, I'd let you do that. All right. So yes. So the hero point is to re-roll, and I'm going to use a burn on this acrobatics check. And it's a good thing I did. So with the minus five penalty, that's a twelve, which equates to it's a dc 10 for 10 feet so with the burn i can jump 40 feet yep so that's yeah two spaces behind vipera and then i will shoot a blast at this thing as i go by but that is an eight to hit and yeah that's not going to do anything correct okay that brings us back to vipera and unfortunately the man she's flanking with is not giving her a flank bonus because he's paralyzed Right. Vipira takes a free action to shout out. She assumes that she's on the right level, uh, so she's going to yell out as loud as possible, We can kill Uspid for you! Please call off your dog! And uh, Okay. Tactical thinking. She is going to swipe, swipe, because literally nothing else to do. Okay. 22 to hit. That'll hit. Five damage. Okay. You feel a small amount of that get absorbed by DR. God damn it. Another 22 to hit. That'll hit. Six damage. All right. Keep tinging away at it. Father Crow. So, bit bit of a morbid ask, but can I occupy the same square as the paralyzed Thalias? I would call that squeezing. But Which is a minus four to attack rolls. Yeah, minus and four to your attack rolls and your AC. Because, yeah, Thalias is not, like, he's not prone on the floor. He's standing up, and you would have to be sharing that same space, which would effectively... Is he still grappled? ...be tight. He is... He's not... He is not grappled, grappled. for life, yo. He's not grappled, okay. but he's paralyzed. Oh, I'm not is grappled? The... It put me down? No, you're, well, your spirit's grappled, and that is paralyzing you. Oh, oh, I see. Gotcha. Okay, I'll I'll get all up in Thalias's space. All right, that that costs ten feet of movement, so you now have a standard action. Minus four on the attack, and then plus two for flanking. Yeah, seventeen. Seventeen will hit. Four damage. All right, two of that damage makes it through, and it is now the Essobox turn. And uh, he did not appreciate getting hit with an adamantine weapon. 
So with his jaws still clamped tight around what can only be Thalias's soul, uh, the creature turns to Uhtred and uh, swipes with two claws. Ooh, I shouldn't have done that. Natural one. Yes. And a natural two to confirm. Ooh, crit fumble, crit fumble. This is a natural attack. Yep. Ooh, this is a bone bruise. This psychopomp is going to take 1d2 points of con damage. Oh, wow. What did it do? Try and bite my adamantine scimitar? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and it takes two. So nice. That's going to drop its max hit points by one per hit die. All right. It's going to take a swipe with its second claw. And I got a seven to hit with its second nope. claw. All right. Uh, so whiff, whiff. Uh, Uhtred, it is your turn. Does nothing happen with the soul there? Uh, no. So as it like spins around and starts to take swipes at Uhtred, uh, the like the blue shape kind of gets like stretched out a little bit as the creature's mouth moves farther away from Thalias. Uh, but the it's still got a, like a big hunk of that blue shape in its jaws, and it doesn't appear to be slipping out. What what's the penalty on a cold a cold shot? I guess it would be to its head, particularly like its crocodile beak. Like if I could chop that off, that might release its hold on. Thalias' soul. And also kill it. <laughs> well. Or, if I you can know, chop if I do a lot of off. face off. <laughs> well, right, if I can do, like, damage to it, maybe it would, like, release the hold, right? I believe a call shot to the head is at a minus five penalty. Yes, it is at a minus five penalty. A call shot to the head leaves the target sickened for 1d4 rounds. I'd also be inclined to treat it as a called shot to the hand which involves uh, dropping things that it's being held because it's holding something with its head. So uh, in the case of the hand, it takes a minus four penalty to its CMD to resist disarm attempts and drops its weapon, if any, on an attack roll natural result of natural one. Uh, so I would take that minus four and apply it to the uh, will save DC for Thalias to get out. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, let's try and do that then. And I'll also use a swift action to use a, a canna point. Okay. Uh, to enhance my scimitar. Oh, no. Ooh. That's pretty bad. Uh, I'm going to use my last hero point and re-roll that. Okay. Oh, it's oh, just no. bad. <laughs> Teehee. Oh, eight to oh, hit. You got rid of that dagger. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. An eight to hit. Add a hero point. Eight to hit. Ugh. Then are bad beats. That's a it's shame. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, it is now Thalias' turn. Make a will save. Oh, boy. Oh, another six. Jesus six, six, Christ. six. The mark of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so Thalias is uh, still paralyzed. And anybody who's looking closely at that blue formless shape connecting this creature's jaws to Thalias would see that it's th the shape itself seems to be like squirming as if it's resisting uh, being clamped into this creature's jaws. Mate. Oh, well, that's good. At least my soul is fighting. It's not just getting freaking gobbled down. Yeah, it is. It, it is not putting up much of a fight with three sixes in a row for its will save, but it is fighting. 
And that brings us to Rogiar. Okay. Uh, not much I can do except try to blast it and bring this thing down quick. Uh, that's a 12 to hit. 12 to hit versus its grappled AC will not hit. Of course it doesn't. That fucking dex penalty is killing me. Ugh, man. Vipira. Uh, I, I, I don't have a problem telling you, Matt, that dex damage might have been what caused that mess. Oh, come on. <laughs> Vipira. Claw, claw. A uh, 23 to hit. 23 will hit. Uh, with 9 damage. And does a 17... Oh, uh, oh, sorry. 19 hit. Uh, I forgot. I'm flanking. Yeah, that hits. 7 damage. Okay, so that's a and, of 12 uh, damage. And I'm going to uh, take a 5-foot step back. <laughs> okay. Just to make sure uh, Father Crow doesn't have that flank bonus. Father Crow, your turn. Uh, uh, Father Crow is going to swing again. All right. This time at minus four. Well, that's low. A seven. A seven will not hit. And it is again the Esobok's turn. So the Esobok, it, it does that move that dogs do when it's like trying to like adjust its grip on on like a toy when you're playing tug of war with it. It just kind of like chomp, 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 like gets a gets a better grip uh, on Thalias's soul before taking a five-foot step towards Vipira to claw, claw, and you would all see the the blue shape just kind of, like, get stretched out a little bit more, and there's just, like, a trail of blue light leading from Th- where Thalias stands to the Esobok's jaws. <laughs> Soul blood? Can this thing take a five-foot step while grappled? It's grappled with the essence. It's not grappling Actually, with Thalias himself. So now that right. I'm looking at it, it's not it's not grappling anything. Like it's just it can't use its mouth to bite while it's using this, but otherwise like it's not grappling anything. So it's actually not taking a penalty on attack rolls for being grappled. And yeah, it can take a five foot step. And it's gonna power attack. Natural one. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's a sixteen to confirm. Uh, that actually, uh, that hits. Okay, uh. so no fumble. And then a 15 to hit. Does not hit. All right. Uh, okay, and now it is Uhtred's turn. All right, uh, yeah. Then I will go ahead, and I'm not going to do the call shot this time because he's not taking a grapple penalty, apparently. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. 17 is going to hit. Nice, and he takes six slashing damage. All right, and you kill the Esselbach huh. Psychopomp. And what happens to and, me and my soul? And like an elastic band, the blue uh, amorphous shape is just rocketed back to Thalias, who is no longer paralyzed with like a jolt. Ow. Uh, 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 uh. And I'm army crawling to the side of the room to prop myself up against the wall and put my soul back in my body and get my life together for, uh, <laughs> for a minute here. Elias, are you okay? Ha, uh, oh, that doesn't sound good, Father. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. And I just sort of continue on in that fashion for, for a minute I'm or laughing so. too hard to respond in character. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, this is we're witnessing Thalias get PTSD in real time. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uchard feels your pain. It's also so brutal that it came out of nowhere. Like I'm just walking along, yeah. you know. We're trying to get this Uspid guy to, you know, make a trade and then pounce, paralyzed, soul ripped, paralyzed, uh, fights over. Go ahead, Thalias, we'll play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's also the also to be taken into account is like you know Thalias was paralyzed but also like from Thalias's perspective like what exactly just happened like he got paralyzed like did he was he experiencing that combat from in his own head or was he also experiencing whatever sensations there were to experience through his soul yeah. Like, did he yeah, get like, pulled did out just of... have an out-of-body experience? Yeah, and that out-of-body <laughs> experience was getting mauled by a giant dog. <laughs> so, like... Also, do you ever take damage on the soul level? <laughs> I mean, that, that's that gotta be really fucked up. Yeah, that was uh, not a pleasant experience by any stretch of the mind. Well, what do you guys do now? There is a there's a, a door with a, a window in the the center of the north wall. The door has like a what used to be like a a grate as like a window, but the grate has been filled in with just t- teeth are just poking through the the metal grate. All right, the lies front of the line. You're first. <laughs> Go through the tooth door. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I beg Father Crow for some healing, and maybe uh, I gotta say a prayer to my God here for a second. Father Crow obliges. Six. All right. Would you like another? Yeah, another would be great. Five. All right, close enough. Yeah, this wand is not going to make it out of this no, castle. No. <laughs> nope. Seriously, eight shit. casts left. All right, I pick up my shovel and test it against my shield and make sure my armor's on right and sort of look at the group like looking for their approval that, you know, my helmet's on correctly and my soul's in my body. I straighten your tie. I give him a yeah. thumbs up. All right, so Thalias swings the door out. I like to think the- that my moves are like a just like a go bot. You just like put me in the right direction. He like wound me up with <laughs> thumbs ups and you know arranging my armor and just all right, Thalias, go on. <laughs> okay, here I go. It's a little pat thump, pat thump, go thump. forward. <laughs> yeah, at a boy. All right, so Thalias opens the door, and a long bridge stretches from the door at the top of the guardhouse to a door at the top of the palace, one floor above where you were while fighting Prince Uspid. The southern half of the bridge arches above the courtyard, 30 feet below. The northern half of the bridge has a drop of only 10 feet to the roof of the castle below. The bridge is only a few feet wide and has no handholds or railings. The door at the north end of the bridge is flanked by several narrow windows, each two feet tall and only a few inches wide, similar to the arrow slits in the guardhouse that you're in now. All right, I'll step out behind Thalias and yell out, We demand an audience with the queen, Queen Carnassial. And I'll say it once in common and then say it a second time in Celestial. Okay. I'm, I'm making sure, you know, the prince is like, it's it's clear who I got on my shoulder. Like, his head's not facing behind me. Sure, sure. And in response, three creatures 
come darting out of these windows. And you see that they are tooth fairies, decked out in slightly more impressive looking gear. And they surround Uhtred and Thalias on the catwalk. And we'll see you next week on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. <laughs> oh, Thalias no. can't take this. See ya. He can't take it. <laughs> see ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.